Hello, everyone. Welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. My name's Dylan. My name's Darius. And I'm Jan. And, and this is Trek to the Holodeck. Sorry. That, no, nope. you're right. That's exactly what I was going to say, Jan. Oh, hell yes. You nailed it. <laughs> uh, here on Trek to the Holodeck, we are a couple of a couple of people, a few people who are rating, watching and rating Star Trek's best holodeck episodes. Best holodeck episodes. We never nope. I don't know why I said never. We couldn't find a uh, podcast that was doing the holodeck, which is insane to us. Insane. Nuts. So we decided to do it ourselves. And what we do is uh, we're going through and finding every single holodeck episode ever made in Star Trek, and we are rating it. Uh, what is the holodeck? Holodeck is like a video games or VR. It's, you basically walk into a room and it just like creates all these things in 3D that you get to experience. It's mm-hmm. like cool movies and entertainment of the future. Basically, yeah. And the way that we judge them is we have this very specific system, a foolproof system called the DRASKS system. <clears throat> and that stands for dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. Man, I, I know it now. I, we've, I've been tested. <laughs> I now know it. Uh, we uh, rate in those sections, in those uh, – um, what, what – now I can't categories? remember categories. categories. Yeah, now I focus so much on getting that right. Uh, we rate those in the categories at a scale of one to five. One to five. Uh, this week we're doing uh, the Next Generation season three, episode fourteen, A Matter of Perspective. Came out twelve February of nineteen ninety. Right. So if you want to watch that episode before listening to this podcast, that's where you got to go. Positive. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, make sure you take the time to put your deposition into the holodeck of exactly what (laughs) happened in this opening because it wasn't good. So, you know, come with us, write down your side of the story on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. uh, and then ask whoever you live with or somebody else to put your deposition, (laughs) their deposition on a piece of paper on how they on how they got into the same room when you're ready to listen to the podcast right so that you can come with us on our on our trip to the holiday believe these simulations to be this real much of it is real sir i disengage the safety protocols now that even a holographic bullet can kill it's all a holographic simulation please enter program I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. That was the most convoluted this. one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like we're uh, eventually going to have to stop doing that because it just gets so bad. We're running out of ideas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We just need to start actually writing them ahead of time. Yeah, but that's ridiculous. We'll just, that's we'll no have fun. Have organic <laughs> feel. It's no fun. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh boy. Okay. Um, this episode is written by Ed Zuckerman. Um, plus an uncredited writers' room, writers' room rewrite. You always know it's a good sign when like one dude writes it and like, hey, thanks, Ed. Um, it's going to take all twelve of us to, to fix really this. work on this. <laughs> Or I feel like that's not how it goes down, though. It goes down like, Ed, thank you so much. This script is amazing. Uh, if you don't mind uh, going and grabbing us some bagels 
uh, <laughs> and Ed's like, isn't that what the PA normally, like, isn't that the writer's assistant's job? Like, yeah, but Ed, you pick out the best bagels. Like, you know the best bagels for all of us to have. You are a star. And they're like, and Ed's like, awesome. I'll be right back. And he leaves the room. He's like, guys, we're going to have to rewrite this thing behind his back. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ed, Ed, Ed does the thing that Riker does right at the beginning here when they go into the room and you see him and the door's shut and Riker's like, and the door's just closed. And then they start rewriting the episode. They're like, guys, we have 25 minutes until he gets back from the bagel shop. We got to rewrite this episode. Stat. Stat. <laughs> he comes back in the room. He's like, all right, let's do a read through. And they start reading through it, and he's like, this isn't... Ed's like, I don't, I don't remember. Did you guys do a full is. rewrite in the 30 minutes that I was gone? <laughs> he's like, um, I think you added like a lot of hearsay. Like, I had like a really tight courtroom drama. It's like, no, we, we wanted to do like a Rashomon thing. We just completely changed it. Ed. Like, yeah, but like, I don't think uh, like in a court of law, any of this was... Uh, yeah, good bagels. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's just your opinion, man. That's just your perspective. Should we go know? back and, and? It's a matter of perspective. Yeah, it's a matter of perspective, dude. <laughs> that's just a that's just a matter of perspective. And somebody's like, you know what? That's a great episode. That's a great name for the episode. The episode. And, and then Ed's like, no, but hold on. I named that. I named that episode "Guilty as Charged." <laughs> I don't know. Did you? Did you? <clears throat> oh man, incredible. Oh man! Uh, it was directed was, by. Go ahead. Nope, you do it. It was directed by Cliff Bull. Bolle. Cliff Bull. I believe this is the guy who hates, who hated Will Wheaton, like who couldn't <laughs> like actually. Oh. Yeah, Jesus. or who couldn't really direct him, or Will Wheaton felt a lot of heat from it him. Sounds like yeah. if that's true, and I don't know if it is. It's a matter of perspective in this situation. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm. If Cliff Bull hated Will Wheaton, it sounds like Cliff Bull was just bad with children. And well, he was a teenager know, yeah. at this at, point. Like if you if you were to look at the perspective from Cliff Bull, <laughs> he was dealing with a, a, a snot nosed bratty, bratty kid. kid in a great. I gotta say, this is my favorite Wesley uniform. It's actually is, very cool. This is like Wesley. Yeah. This is like Wesley's uniform. They're like, we want Wesley to have a uniform, but we can't give him a Starfleet uniform. Those are my favorite Starfleet uniforms, is the ones that aren't supposed to be uniforms, but they kind of act as uniforms. Clearly inspired. Yeah. yeah. It looks cozy. Um, it's that gray one. And the music was by, and I'm sure we all knew, I knew right when, immediately. The minute it sounded like a, like a John Carpenter movie, I'm like, yeah. mm. Ron Jones, baby. Ronnie <laughs> crushes those synths. Ron crushes those synths. Jones. Dude. Yeah. This score yeah. was banging, man. <laughs> yeah. They're just so good. They're so good. If, if, <sighs> is Ron Jones still alive? Uh, I think so. Because I feel like if I if I was in charge of a Star Trek series, I would back. go directly to Ron Jones and be like, I want you and only you to score this whole thing. He is. He is still alive. Um, because remember, he he does the the soundtrack for Family Guy, or he was. <laughs> he also did it for American Dad. Fairly oh, Odd Parents. The Smurfs theme. He did do you the think theme he stuff did, for Fairly Odd Parents. Did he? Do you think he did any of the score for the Orville? No. Let me check. Well, maybe actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, his Imdba. Because if he did Family Guy and American Dad. 
He probably knows what's his name. Yeah, he did the new Ducktales theme. Apparently, <laughs> is, we're, we're way off. He, we don't. He was cool. an orchestrator. No, check this out. He was an orchestrator for the Force Awakens soundtrack. Whoa! Because I think John Williams just wrote the soundtracks, but he didn't compose in person because he's, he's really old. He did uh, yeah, Ducktales. Wow, Snorks. He did the theme song for Snorks. Snorks. I don't know what that is. I say bring him back. Bring yeah, him back. Bring a, we need a career resurgence for Ron Jones. Right. Ronnie J, baby. I love Ron. Speaking anyway. Of, speaking of uh, of composers, and this has nothing to do with uh, with Ron Jones, but uh, what's his name who does Discovery's uh, theme? Jeff Russo. Jeff Russo. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back through and uh, rewatching the first season to For All Mankind so I can watch the second season. And I, I I forgot about the intro. Intro's great to For All Mankind, by the way. Yeah. And I was like, man, this sounds a lot like Discovery's intro. And then I saw Jeff Russo. I was like, eh, that that's why. There it is. Check Jeff Russo did the music. I got to say, For All Mankind is is low-key a Star Trek show. Ronald Moore is the showrunner. Mm. Um, the uh, one thing. Naren Shankar is also a writer on there sometimes. He did the Heroes and Demons it takes episode. It takes so long to actually get semi good though takes about five episodes five or six episodes <laughs> they, once they like, once they get the female watching this you're going. like oh they felt like they had to do two seasons three seasons in one season they had to do the two seasons to get themselves to the story they wanted to tell <laughs> jesus i'm i really do like it though it really picks up once they they uh they get on the moon all like, right um that's all right other other <laughs> yeah, space shows Others, okay, all right. Uh, so before we get deep into this, Darius, would you be willing to be a contestant on our This Week on God, I game you, show? I thought you guys would never ask. I've never yeah. done this before and I've wanted to do it so many you've times. You've never done it? Oh, wow. Welcome, uh, welcome, well, welcome. The way it works is you've got 30 seconds to recap everything that happens in this episode. Okay. We cut you off at 30 seconds. Great. Uh, I got a timer ready. Let's see here. So I will start it as soon as you start recapping. So we got some painting going on, and then Data uh, uh, critiques it all, and then boom, we're into the episode. Uh, we're transporting Riker back from this uh, lab, and we can't get him, and the whole lab explodes. And then we get a guy coming on board being like, Riker is responsible for this. We have to put him on trial. And Picard's like, not without my permission. Then they go through a whole trial <laughs> in the holodeck, and they find out that it was actually the doctor's but uh, uh, bad. The doctor blew up everything. <laughs> Riker doesn't bang. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. It's it's all the most important question. Yeah. Answer the most important question is even though uh, in some perspectives he he may have tried. He tried. In all perspectives there was some contact. There in, in all there perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. Um this has happened to Riker before, right? I feel yep. like I've definitely seen an episode like there's an this. episode. There's an episode that I specifically remember of Riker entering. It, it, it was Riker Picard. I feel like it was Riker entering a room. It's raining outside, and yes. like it's like a murder mystery with the yeah. wife's husband who's been murdered. Yes, <laughs> Guys, I remember there's, this. There's one. also a Tom Paris episode like this. Yeah. Okay, oh maybe that's, that's the, the Tom one Paris I'm one I'm yeah. thinking of. Actually. Yeah, and it ends up being the wife. The wife's of the course. one who's like, yeah, yeah manipulating. Because well, it's everyone. like a, it's a classic. 50s noir plot of the femme fatale yeah 
When they do the same thing too, don't they recreate it on the holodeck? And I they're don't just think like, they do. I thought maybe they, they did. do. Let me. There's find definitely out what this like at was. least three or four episodes like this <laughs> throughout all of Star Trek. <laughs> Mystery. It's season one. I remember it was season one. Ex post facto is the name of the episode. Uh, he denies having committed the crime, even though the images extracted from the victim's own memory seem to prove his guilt. Do they do it on the hollow deck? I don't think they do. I think it's just memory extraction. I think it's. I think- I thought it was a like an alien form of the hollow deck. Like it's not on the hollow deck, but they have. Whatever planet they're on, they have technology to like project it or something. Gotta, I've got to find this out because if that's the case, I would love to just do that one next week. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, yes, we might have to do the follow up to Fairhaven next week. Oh, right, because it's six weeks, it's six right? Weeks. Maybe. Let me check. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is not very uh, entertaining for the listener. Um, oh, come on! It's super entertaining. <laughs> they're loving just- it. They're loving it. <laughs> A lot of silence in us going like, well, let me Google it. Let me Google this. A lot of uh, keyboard clicking. Click, 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 click. My brown switches. Who doesn't like those sounds? Let's do some guests. Oh, first off, guys, is this episode worth watching just for the holodeck content? Absolutely. Without a doubt. The whole whole episode takes place in the holodeck. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those holodeck drama episodes. Just so we know, Fairhaven was one two, three, four weeks ago. It was five episodes ago. So I think we have one more episode and then we have to do it. Great. Okay. Great. Um, it's, it's Rashomon in space. Basically. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what they did here. Um, it's, uh, it's good. I mean, like, I liked it. It does here's my it brings I, up a I, lot of oh go ahead, Jan. Sorry. No, no, no. It brings up a lot of what? I was just saying it brings up a lot of like questions uh that don't get that like societal questions, like uh matter of perspective in that sense and and the idea behind which rape and, and that kind of a thing. It just feels like they side skirt it and it's like just like a plot point, but it's not and I feel like if that episode was done today, it would revolve more around that. And it's not, and it feels like they were just like, we don't want to take this matter up. So like, let's just like finish it, but not talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Let's like, let's, let's, (laughs) that was just one dramatic moment in this trial. We're going to do other things. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't the point. And I, yeah, I I agree with Darius. If it, I think it's just like, uh, this is an old show, like 20 years old or whatever. Right. So like. <clears throat> that wasn't kind the of, point. But now, if they did redo this, that would be the point. Not like the thing exploded. I mean, it'd be, it'd be all of it, obviously, but like you'd have to explore it a little bit more. Do you think they would do a sort of femme fatale-esque story now? Like, would they do that on Discovery? I don't know. Would they, would, would they I mean, maybe they would gender bend it or something. They, you know, they would make it like a... They wouldn't have if they were gonna make it a main character. Yeah, they would have to do it the other way around, because unfortunately, and I think it would be really like good of of a show to do this. But I don't think they'd take a main character and go like, "No, dude, you're guilty. We're taking your character off the show." Like, that would be nuts. <laughs> yeah. That would yeah, be I just crazy. Can't, I can't see you're them losing taking that everything. Shot. <laughs> 
<laughs> Plus, I, you know, you, if you have 24 episodes, it's a little bit easier to like slide one of these in. Yeah, that's true. I did really like Riker in this episode, though. He's like peak angry Riker, where like they're doing the deposition, like they're watching all of them, and the people who are accusing him are being hella chill when he shows his thing, mm-hmm. when he's like, didn't do anything wrong. Everything's cool. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. But then the moment he gets implied that he did something wrong, he's like, what the fuck is this bullshit? I want my lawyer. I want my lawyer. Which is like, honestly, if you, if, if anyone was to like, look at that, you'd be like, oh, Riker's totally guilty. He's just lost it. Like, (laughs) super guilty. He do, uh, there's at the end uh, freaks the way he acts this out when you're like all right uh, we're leaving he the system like he, he, he looks murder. like holy shit I can't believe I got out of that <laughs> I thought the same like, thing he's kind of smirking it was like it looks like they all just got away with murder murder <laughs> I feel like there's like a deleted scene where Riker walks into Picard's quarters like listen I, killed I that gotta man. be up front with you <laughs> things got a little nuts. I killed that uh, guy. I did fire a phaser. I did fire a phaser. I love though in their version of of what happened where Riker sh- fires the phaser. It's kind of badass in this like weird yeah. way where he's like he's getting zapped and he's like oh. boom. And- <laughs> he's like oh and uh, by the way, fuck you. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Uh, there's it. also that scene. I really like the scene after like the worst day of the trial uh-huh. where Riker and Troy stay in the holodeck for a second. And Riker looks over and at Troy and is like, this is total bullshit, right? <laughs> and she's like, I mean. Yeah, she's, she's not lying. lying. She, she's not lying. <laughs> and you're also not lying. lying. She's like, I don't know. Appa- no. Apparently both of you telling the truth. <laughs> At that point, that's when Riker should be like, you know what? You're completely fucking useless. What's what's the what's point the of point? having? <laughs> he just gets mad. He's like, "Why are you even here? You're this is fucking stupid." <laughs> I also love. There's a moment right at the beginning that uh, is an incredible O'Brien moment, and I love it so much. It's when Riker comes back. <clears throat> Riker's like, "What's up? What's going on?" And insanely casually, like offhandedly, O'Brien says. Oh, the the thing just exploded. You just yeah. blew up. You just blew up. blew up. Station blew up. And he just kind of looks at him like, yeah. And Riker's like, dang, weird. Uh, <laughs> they just kind of like go about their day. They like wink to each other. Yeah. Station Riker's like, hey, um, can I take a quick look at those transporter logs, see if there's like any phaser fire for whatever reason? Just gonna oh, yeah, sure. That. Of course. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Here you go. <laughs> How many times has this happened with O'Brien and Riker? <laughs> hey, can I just take a look at those transporter logs real quick? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. You, you got my password, right? You remember my password? Yeah, at one yeah, point, yeah. Riker's like, hey, man, can I just can I take a look at this? And, and, and O'Brien's like, dude, you know, I've never asked this before, but like, <laughs> you do this a lot. Like, what's what's going on? And Riker's just like, hey, O'Brien, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's oh, an order. Uh, Chief O'Brien, um, Commander Riker, <laughs> doesn't need to tell you that. <laughs> Righto. Righto. Right, 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 right. I just, uh, if something bad's happening, I don't want, you know, I really, you know, my family is here and like, you know, it's like, 
I don't want to have to. Oh, you, I'm sorry. Do you, do you want to be transferred to a space station? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I just, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then let me let me check the fucking things. I'm okay. going to check the transfer. I'm going to check the transfer logs. <laughs> uh, so some guest star shout outs, and then we'll get more into it. Yeah. Uh, Craig Richard Nelson plays the investigator Craig. Great job. Craig. 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 Uh, Gina Hecht pl- plays Manu- Manua. 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 Manua Apgar. Mark Margolis plays Nell Apgar. Do you guys recognize this guy? No, no, but apparently he's T.O. from Breaking Bad, the old guy, right? <laughs> yeah, the guy who gets blown up in his wheelchair. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert for that 10-year-old show. <laughs> we also get to see him in in um, in uh, da, 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 uh, Better Call Saul. I don't know if we get, it's the same actor or not, but... I think it is. I think yeah, it's the same the actor. prequel of, of T.O. I've literally mm-hmm. never seen any of these shows. I didn't realize that was him, but that's, that's cool. He, he was in a good. bunch of Aronofsky movies, too. Wild. He was good. I liked him a lot. No, he, he is like the, the only person who I think is like, I'm just going to fucking go for it. I'm just going <laughs> to act. He was also in um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh, nice. how could I forget? <laughs> Resident 90s movie. I got you. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, you got to slot in those 90s movies when, when they're in there. Always. Oh man, he was um, falling into a pit, deep hole here. He was uncredited in Daredevil, the 2003 Daredevil movie. Oh, with Colin Farrell? Uh, no, with with Affleck. Oh yeah, and Colin Farrell. Yeah, 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 Affleck. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's so funny. I I met he he Frank Langella. It's like yeah, like my son is really Daredevil into Daredevil, fan? so I who? had to play this store clerk. <laughs> who produced? <laughs> who did Daredevil? Was that that wasn't a Marvel movie, was it? Yeah, I mean, it was. It was back when Marvel, I think they still put their name was on it. Was it before but or after Iron Man where they were like, no, before. we're doing these all It was all way ourselves. before. Yeah. Way before. 2003 is like five years before Iron Man. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It was one of those, like, we just, I think Fox maybe had it. God, I think it was a Fox that? thing, yeah. Because they Feels- did Daredevil and Elektra in like the same kind of style and it was bad. Yeah, they, they, the, the uh, Daredevil cinematic universe. <laughs> what about the yeah. first, this is so off topic, but now I'm thinking about it. What about yeah. the first... Uh, um, Hulk movie, the, the Ang Lee one. Ang Lee one. Ang Lee. That wasn't Marvel. That wasn't like Marvel produced. That was like Marvel gave Universal, their name for it. Universal, I right? believe, has had the rights. The yeah. first one that they produced, I think, was Iron Man. No, it was. I'm just. I. I'm so bad about the timeline. Gotcha. But of like when Paramount, these things happened. I think, I think Paramount produced produced Iron Man. But Marvel retained like more of the rights or something. Mm. I thought I don't know. I, anyway. The point is Disney owns it all now, yeah. and they own everything. I know Iron Man was the movie that that let Marvel be like, we can do this ourselves. We now know we could do this ourselves, like with the help of Disney. Well, um, no, Disney. I know. I know. That. I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, we have another guest star shout out. <clears throat> do it, Juliana. Donalis? Donalis? <laughs> Thank you for adding the question, Mike. <laughs> no problem. As the assistant, Tana? 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 Her film debut was uh, Muppets Take Manhattan and is now a jewelry designer. Nice. I hope Imagine that like life. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was I was in Muppets Take Manhattan. I was in that weird Rashomon episode of Star Trek. I make jewelry now. <laughs> I, I really, Easy, like, yeah. appreciate people who <clears throat> have, like, a small career in entertainment, and they're like, eh, I'm done. I'm going to yeah. go, like, do something else. <laughs> I hate those 5 a.m. calls. And- yeah. What am I going to do? Say like 10 lines? Not for me. Not for me. Not doing it. Not, Not for me. Not doing it. <laughs> it's a no for me. Um, th- one of my favorite moments in this whole episode is, it's right at the beginning. The painting scene is incredible, but it's also a pretty genius way to open an episode about perspective uh, with them like painting. Everyone's three different. painters. Exactly, but I love. <laughs> They're all painting the same image. God, I'm, it's nice yes. work. It's genius. twelve writers in the writers' room, <laughs> and Ed. I just love that. Like one, Ronnie J goes fucking slamming right out the gate, <laughs> <laughs> and the stars are really like beautiful behind him. It's awesome. And then Data shows up and completely wrecks Picard's painting, and he says, "It's interesting." And Picard's like. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> also, how, how, how is it interesting? It's like, it's like kind of like Vulcan shitty. cave paintings, <laughs> basically <laughs> what he's saying. And he pisses, Picard's mad. Picard's like, you Data, can- get the fuck out of here right now before I punch you. <laughs> Apparently there's a deleted scene from this where, like a d- deleted extension of this scene where Picard just throws red paint onto the painting. <laughs> Also for the time period and for network television, like seeing the the model that they're painting was pretty risque. It does pretty risque. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you see almost a, the top of a little bit butt cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> Bleavage. Bativage. What do you call butt cleavage? I don't know. But part of me crack. was expecting crack. Right, it's right crack. before because yeah. I, I, I kind of remembered this episode, but I didn't remember it fully. But before Data walks in, part of me was like, is Riker going to walk in right now and have like the classic Riker look on his face? Like, oh, no, oh, I oh. need to take painting classes. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh. <laughs> I never thought about this. <laughs> I imagine like. Are there any slots open? I imagine, it says looking at the pa- the, the, the model. <laughs> Data like comes in and the door slides open and you see Riker walk past the door and then and then double back and be like, whoops. The fuck, and then the door shuts. <laughs> there's there's not enough farcical door humor in Star Trek: The Next Generation because there's so much potential for it. it. Really, <laughs> double takes, you know, <laughs> like somebody like walking by accidentally opening, I'm activating like, the doors. The oh, I was sorry. If I was good Actually, enough at like <laughs> at like photo like uh, visual effects do in movies and stuff. Yeah, I would like take. Bits and pieces and make a whole montage of door humor for TNG. I would definitely cut out cut out that one little thing where Riker's looking through the door and he's like, wait, dad, what's going on? And then the door shuts and I just put that everywhere. everywhere. Every door scene. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, I do, I do kind of like the, the part um, right after Picard gets all this information and he comes out onto the onto the the bridge and he's like I need this I need this and I need yeah. this Riker like this isn't looking good like <laughs> basically <laughs> and then he turns he turns around and he's like I'll be in my ready room and Riker's like can I talk to you Picard and Picard's like under the circumstances no you Absolutely can't dude not. like nobody yeah. <laughs> I respect that a lot and that's something that I would I don't think you'd see on from another captain in New Trek because New Trek they'd just be like 
this is an emotionally compromised position. But Picard's so like, he's sticking to his morals. He's like, Riker, you might have fucked up, and I can't talk to you until we figure this out, you dickhead. Yes. <laughs> also, I think but like Picard. The, oh no, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Well, I was just say like Picard knows he's Riker's best shot at yeah. at winning, and he can't compromise the like. Like, integrity of it. Integrity. So if somebody yeah. said like, hey, Riker was in your quarters last <laughs> night. Like, did you guys plan this? And then he'd be fucked. So yeah, at the same true. time, I feel like uh, watching that scene, I was like, Picard could have done better. Picard could have walked out onto <laughs> the bridge. Picard could have been like, Riker, I need you to leave for a second. Like, yeah, yeah. That you, you've been implicated in something. Like, you got to go. And then once he leaves... Picard could have been like, all right, guys, this is what we're going to do. Like, we're going to, you know, set up the holodeck so that they can do this. He says all this in front of Riker, basically being like, hey, Riker, this is what we're going to do. If you wanted yeah. to tamper with the holodeck at all, <laughs> you like, more, you're more than you welcome. could. Like, <laughs> for some reason, when you said that, I'm imagining they have like a little timeout glass bubble. There's like the ready room in, and then next to it, it's like just a this, closet. <laughs> but it's like glass. So he like walks and is like, all right, Riker, go in the timeout room. And like he uh-huh. goes in there, the glass shuts and he's just standing there like a little boy. <clears throat> Can't hear it's anything. Like, <laughs> with the penalty box from, from for like hockey players. Yeah, yeah. He's got like a Riker penalty box where like Riker does something creepy and it's like, all right, Riker, that's a penalty. Go on the box. Uh (laughs) Nope, penalty box. You can't do that. You got to stop doing that. (laughs) Uh, Chief O'Brien, did uh, Riker tamper with the transport logs? Uh, That's affirmative. (laughs) affirmative. (laughs) I don't know. He asked me to use my email and login. I don't know what he did. (laughs) I just don't want to be on a space station. Who said you were going to be on a space station? He threatened to fire me, basically. (laughs) Uh, I also, in that scene when they, excuse me, sorry, when they first show up and accuse Riker of what's going on and Picard's like, come into my ready room. And Riker's like, can I come? And he's like, no. But he says, you've got the bridge. And then they start walking to the room. And it looks like Riker's going to follow them. Like, he was just like, I'm coming anyway. I don't, I don't, I'm coming anyway. I don't care, like, what, what happens. And then he breaks off a little bit. He's just hovering hard. The I whole guess time. I probably shouldn't. I guess, I, yeah, it would be, be a bad look. Yeah. Uh, I, we should at least, at the very least, just talk about how completely ridiculous of a legal process this is. Mm-hmm. Insane. Absolutely insane. Like in Measure of a Man, the episode where Data has to prove that he's like his own person. Yeah. There's a little bit more like they 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 lampshaded a bit by saying like, well, this is a military ship, but we'll have a representative that's objective mm-hmm. uh, who is, you know, the prosecution and the other defense. But in this one, it's like, I don't, let's just fucking like, let's just fucking roll with it. Let's just see what happens. Let's <laughs> yeah. just have everybody say what they think happened. And then we'll just decide if a man committed murder, mass murder. <laughs> yeah. Attempted rape and murder. <laughs> Attempted yeah. rape and murder by, by just, uh, you know, just fucking around on the holiday. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I love the idea. They're like, Picard's like, hey, Diddy, you think you could um, take everyone's per- perspective and simulate it on the holodeck? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. That's definitely the way that this should be done. <laughs> that, yeah. Cool. There's, I see no no problems with this <laughs> No at all. problems here. Definitely no problems. Um, I do, I like the moment where he's like, Data, is this possible? And Data's in classic data form is like, well, 
We're going to need this. We're going to need this. We're going to need all of this. We're going to need this, this, and this. It's going to take this long. But <laughs> in theory, yeah, yeah, it's possible. Okay, Data, I get that it's going to be hard. But like yeah. I asked if it was possible. That's a yes or no question. And then they, they cut to 18 hours later. It's They're ready to go. It's done. It's, it's all good. Yeah. I got this thing humming. And Jordy's like panting because he's been working in like – an 18 hour shift and data is just like <laughs> and then and then you look over and o'brien is just like dead tired on the floor because he actually did most of the work <laughs> he did yeah <laughs> he's got a bottle of jack daniels <laughs> it's just like i'm exhausted he would be a jameson man jameson man yeah sorry my bad my bad all good all good <laughs> um uh, yeah. This this is by the way, just to backtrack a little bit, this is the last time Picard ever paints on screen. Is it? Oh it last time that's ever. so sad. Was Did there a first like, time? Was I, he painting before was, this? I don't know if it was the, if he ever painted before, but he definitely has never painted since. Data straight fucking ruined his painting career. Straight up. He said, That sucks. And Picard was like, I'm done. Fuck this. I'm, done. I'm not fuck painting this. anymore. Fuck fuck it. <laughs> fuck this. I tried. I fucking tried. I fucking tried. Man, but because like plus I was feeling calm and good. Like it was a really good meditative process, but now all I can think about is just how much I suck. I keep oh, I keep hearing Data's voice say interesting. Interesting. <laughs> oh man. All right. Should we talk about what's inside the holodeck? I mean, everything's inside the holodeck. There's like very few the old moments that are outside the holodeck. Although the, the, another favorite moment or one that stuck out to me was them trying to figure all this stuff out. And Wesley has a huge hand in this. Like, he does, yeah. In figuring out. And I think at one point he's even, Wesley's even like in with like the officers in like a meeting with Picard. And I'm like, why is Wesley what? here? <laughs> he, he's not. Is he in Starfleet at this point? I don't no, even no. think he's in Starfleet. Like no, he's not even Starfleet. Boy yeah. wonder still. I'm like, why? Why are you letting a kid just like chill out here in this episode? In like in the in your meeting, like because he's <laughs> smart, Darius. Because he's smart. Well, th this is a, a classic TNG issue that happens quite a bit. It's like Deus Ex Wesley. Yeah. Like near the end of the episode, yeah. Wesley's like, wait a second. I figured it out. I, re I remember <laughs> reading about a thing. And uh, I really, think, cool. Cool. I think there was even a moment in this. I don't know why I'm blanking on it, but where Wes is like, Riker's not that kind of person. He didn't do this. It's a classic Wesley. Like he just. <laughs> It sees the good in all the humans, and anyone who's not human is like, you're weird. Your ears look weird. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Wesley. Relax. God, God stop. You got to stop doing that. <laughs> I know. Like, Wesley on the message board was just like, I just don't believe the accuser. <laughs> like, I know Commander William Riker. He's a great guy. He's, I've known him for two years. Two He's like years. my dad. He's never done that. When I've been around, it's like, okay, I mean, uh, there's a point in every kid's life where he finds out his heroes are flawed. Are flawed, yeah. Yeah, I love that he holds Riker up to this, like, really high standard, and it's like, Riker's maybe not the best guy. I mean, he's good at his job, <laughs> but yeah, maybe not the best guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love uh, in the moment in which they're talking about Riker's deposition and – 
it's it's the the little bit of action that's in this is when the doctor uh, Apgar takes a swing at Riker and he fucking dodges the punch like a goddamn superhero. Like he's like Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like <laughs> he's like you're just such an idiot. I dodged your punch. You're so stupid. <laughs> you want to try that one again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the look that Frakes does too is kind of like he's almost surprised by it. Like yeah. whoa, what did? Did you, you try, try to punch, to punch me? me? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I haven't done anything wrong. I'm just. Your wife comes in here and her freaking dress is. Fu- and we'll, we'll do it I in didn't the. Do anything. <laughs> I didn't. What? What? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> How um, often do you think this happens with Starfleet? Where a scientist is like, I don't think this research is doing that great. Uh, I'm going to try to sell it to Romulans and Klingons. <laughs> or like, I think this research is doing way better than I thought it was going to. Um, uh, yeah, definitely and, not. And how often does Starfleet like uh, that scientist on that whatever plant's asking for? Was yeah, just give it to him. Like whatever. Like <laughs> we're, it's fine. We're post scarcity society. Also, yeah, I love that Starfleet. Uh, what's her name says. Um, when they're implying that he's going to sell these for weapons, um, uh, why am I blanking on her? Manua? Name? Uh, no, no, no. Um, Troy. Troy. Yeah. Troy says, uh, yeah, we weren't going to pay him dick for that shit. We just wanted it for an uh, alternative resource. That's basically yeah, we what she says. Like, we were just going to take it. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, he's not going to get much money from us. Which uh, brings like brings up the point where I think it was a little part of the script that I don't think was a great part of the script was when Picard was like, they're right after that and they're going through it. And he's like, well, there, if we look at all three of, uh, of, of the things that happened, um, you know, you, you basically like, they show her being like him being like, I want to give you a lot more than, than we have and more and you deserve more. And then it shows the other one of her being like, we deserve more. And then, um, Manuel was like, I never said that stuff. And Picard's like, yeah, whether you said it or not, he <laughs> thought that you weren't happy and wanted more. So it was yeah. really your fault that he wanted to go and sell these weapons. <laughs> like they didn't say that, but that's the imp- implication of it. I'm like, all right. Uh, like. All, all of it is like, well, speculation is allowed, right? We can speculate. I that mean, at was, one point, yeah. the investigator's like, so um, I just made some shit up and I thought we should watch it. <laughs> That point too, he explains exactly what happened. He's like, "Now let's watch it." And um, if I was Picard, I would have been like, "We didn't need to watch that. You just told us what happened." And it literally was like two seconds. Like, even like, like, yeah, I know, but I programmed it so like Riker shoots. It's a really cool move. He like kind of like thought I got the phaser shot really good. Like, good. I think you guys should see it. I think you should just watch it. Even the speculation though, Riker's like, we can't be speculating. Or not Riker, but Picard. And then he comes in later when they've got the idea that he actually was going to sell weapons. And yeah. he goes off in a wild speculation. And I was like, like, you know, since we're doing speculation. <laughs> in an actual court of law, I'd be like, objection. He's speculating out of his mind right now. Like, there is nothing to suggest that any of this happened. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine somebody walking in and like, yeah, and, and like, what if, what if like the Cardassians 
were spying, and that guy was a Kardashian spy. We want to watch that one. If it was <laughs> like, like, I guess we should watch it. I guess it's like he came if, up with if it. If this we, was a, if this was a, Tim, if this was a Tim Robinson sketch, Tim Robinson would walk in and he'd be like, "Yeah, but you guys remember, like, what if you guys remember when I walked in and like my pants were down and like." <laughs> You're all making fun of me for my pants being down. That never, that never happened. That never happened. Oh, I thought we were just faces. talking about things that we thought happened. <laughs> I heard there was depositions going around on this ship, so I wrote my deposi- my personal deposition. <laughs> I would love to imagine like a random deposition kind of gets thrown in there, and it's like <laughs> it's like uh, Jordy like playing chess with somebody and like he thinks they cheated and it like comes on screen and they're like what is this what and jordy's like oh shit sorry this is my chess deposition i wrote i don't know how that got in there (laughs) this is just a standard deposition software that they use (laughs) all sorts of depositions you guys want to take a look into the archives yeah come back Yeah, yeah. yeah let's do it Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise D, Holodeck 4. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Uh, Lopec? Uh, Bert? Tom? Hello, Tom. <sighs> Thanks for meeting me in the holodeck. Of course. Of course. What's up? Just wanted to talk about. A couple things. First of all, uh, did anyone else notice that Data stole our program for this trial? That oh, yes. Very much week? so. Yes, uh, I, I did notice that. And I have been trying to set up a meeting to discuss proper artistic sourcing <laughs> yeah. on things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he keeps dodging it. He keeps saying that my schedule has been full. Which we all know he doesn't have. He a has pulse. eight hours a day that he pretends to sleep, <laughs> yeah. just because it makes him feel more human. Mm-hmm. But he could just fill that time up with, he with also, extra meetings. I know he has three hours in his day in which he critiques uh, paintings in the painting class. That's all yeah, he does that is, for three hours. It's so annoying. Yeah, because right? there's only three people in that painting class. Yeah, and he <laughs> he sits there for hours and just looks at it and dissects it. Anyways, uh, I thought that we could take the time that uh, we normally would have in the holodeck to come up with some sort of encryption so that this doesn't happen in the future. Well, that's a great idea, especially considering how f- flawed this program was, this trial oh my program God, was. right? I'm shocked that they used it, actually, if I'm being Remember honest. when we used it to determine who... who yeah, well, we just, replicated we, we, exactly. that lizard. Exactly. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we used it to determine who replicated the lizard, so that means who gets to be the owner of the lizard and keep them in the quarters. <laughs> yeah, and as we all know, I won by cheating, uh, essentially. I mean, saying, we all cheated, actually. We all cheated every to sing, win. Yeah. Even I cheated. <laughs> yeah. By by trying to make it so you, to make it look like you had not replicated the real lizard, but I had replicated the lizard. Yeah, yeah. I cheated by making it look like neither of us any of us had replicated the lizard but actually data had and then Mm -hmm. data told me that i was the rightful guardian of the lizard i i cheated by um basically saying that both of you had conspired together to uh place fraud on me as if i had made the the fake lizard and then you know ended up in your ultimate uh demise 
and we yeah we 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 let you keep the lizard yes. and the lizard died yeah within a month why no, it's not again that's not i i've said this many a time that is not my fault my roommate should, should we have I, a trial for it okay i i mean we could we could use this again because my i told my roommate don't put him out in the hallway because the hallway gets cold and we all know that uh and uh Lizzie Lizzie McGowan is not allowed to be out in the hallway cuz Lizzie McGowan gets cold and uh so it's not my fault. Okay, well that's not what I heard. I heard that Lieutenant Barkley tripped over the lizard no. as he was cuz he was late to work. Guys, guys, oh. guys, guys, guys. Smashed this is the lizard. exactly what happened. That's not what time. I remember. <laughs> that's why this this what did you version hear? of this holodeck program was wildly inefficient to use for a trial because yeah. anyone could just tell the holodeck whatever they wanted to, and it would show that mm-hmm. to the tr- to the lawyers and to the jury. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, <sighs> sorry, I, I got heated there. Yeah, of, yeah, the nature of this. Yeah, it's, it's and okay. I'm a little pissed off that during the trial they didn't. Uh, enter my deposition into into evidence. Well, Tom, what you, what yeah. perspective really would you have? Well, I was on to the space it. station. I beamed. This was like one of my first away missions. Allegedly, and I yeah. down yeah. with with Riker and Jordy. And I mean, granted, the whole time all I was doing was was working with the assistant on making sure that all the Krieger waves stuff was Krieger, correct the, the Krieger waves yeah Krieger the Krieger were waves. you really on the space station you would know at least time. how to say Krieger yeah. waves I'm sorry um, he's a complicated name and I mispronounce it all the time we were actually flirting it was a lot of fun she's a really nice person and I honestly I I think she might have had something to do with the, the station exploding Really? Because her deposition, she had nothing to do with it. Wait, well, yeah, of course her deposition. As we all know, anyone could just put a deposition. Right. No, I forgot. Are you yeah, telling me it. she's responsible? I'm trying to find out who really is responsible. Yeah. It, it, what, for, why are you? Wait, why, why are you, are you so? Well, just between us, uh, <clears throat> you, you basically remember that uh, they said Doctor Apgar uh, was doing the. The wave thing, so that he could basically make a weapon and sell it to people. I, I was going to be the middleman between him and the people who wanted the weapons, and I was going to make a lot of money. So this is partially uh, your fault, is what you're saying. You, you, yeah. You. It sounds like you're conspiring against the Federation. I was not conspiring. He came to me and asked, and I obliged. It has not, there's no conflict of interest here. I was just merely helping a, a fellow scientist out. So. Computer and program. And that is what Pert told us while we were in. The- <laughs> yeah. I, Pert, come on. Okay. Okay. I did That's say. That's exactly what you said. I said something to that effect. I this, Those same words are there, but it's definitely not. It's been rearranged in such a way that it, it looks incriminating to me. Well, well, Pert, I mean, at least that's what, how I remember it. You basically admitted to trying to sell weapons to Klingons. No, what I, we were talking about hypotheticals, and if we were to sell weapons, what you, what you guys have done with this is you've taken the words that I said and then, like, re-edited them into making me look guilty. L- look, we all agreed to use the program to settle this art discussion. Yeah. 
I mean, we just but you you saw in the program we said that this was a bad thing to use for this specific thing Computer because and program. See, guys, that is why I don't think this program would be good because anyone can just start to make things up and show yeah. the program like like as we just saw per was was defending his position but then mm-hmm. he just threw in there that like that's why this program sucks right yeah you, you are correct about that tom and and it it has become confusing trying to keep track of yeah. all the nested conversations right. we've had here guys have you but seen at the end of the day i like look i may have killed the lizard but that doesn't mean computer end program i <laughs> You okay. said it. What? You I never said, you said, said, said that you, you killed said the lizard. I remember you saying it, you and that's why that I showed you my memory in the holiday. You, you, can't, hey, you cannot just make up a, me throwing in haphazardly. Hey, Tom, when did you yeah. get a boar guy just, like, right on there? Yeah, I was, like I said, I was at some point assimilated by the Borg. Computer freeze program. See, look. What? Yeah. He said that he he said he had a boar guy. That's obviously not true. But what we just he, watched, it he, shows he, ha- he has a boar guy. Yeah, we 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 have we have to delete this program permanently Forever. from the ship records. I agree. Computer M program. See, that's when Lopec told us we should delete the program. I don't think we should necessarily delete the program. The program is is useful. Are we? Guys, what's Are we in the program right now? Is this, is, Are I, we I don't the know. program? How many times has this happened? I don't know. My brain's we're, starting to fry. We're so deep in this. I kind of don't care anymore. I kind of just don't want to be in the holodeck anymore. Oh, oh, that's that's a good idea. Com- I, I just feel like, okay, fine. It was my fault. I did blow up the station, and I did kill the lizard. Computer okay. and program. And- <sighs> We're done. See, like Tom Space wasn't even on this. Like, there's doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Tom wasn't actually on the station. But I remember saying that, guys. That's why well, I showed I you me okay, saying all right. it. I'm done. Why, I'm, <laughs> guys? I'm done. I can't do this anymore. We've watched way too many of these depositions. <laughs> We've been here for like ten hours. Which is exactly why they should not have used this program. I know to decide if Riker was guilty or not. I'm leaving. I'm sorry. I gotta go. I got yeah, some I'm, deals to make. I have to go as well. I, I really have to pee. I enrolled in that painting class, and it's about to start. Get ready to get your your self-confidence destroyed. <laughs> Data wrecked me the last time I was in that class. <laughs> There's a couple of great lines in this, in the holodeck, in the depositions. Uh, one of my favorites is when it's the last one, the one of uh, the dead uh, Apgar's deposition basically told through it's some the, uh, the random assistant yeah that's like oh i just heard about this shit and <laughs> i came down he just was like complaining out loud because <laughs> like i wrote it all down you can't, you can't this is like the, he just she's just making things up it's two degrees of separation <laughs> yeah. at the best i love it but i love the line when he beats the shit out of Riker. <laughs> out of Riker. And then Riker turns up and is like, You're a dead man, Apgar. A dead man. <laughs> a dead man. It's like, dude, he punched you like three times. <laughs> You're a dead man, Apgar. How dare you beat me up when I tried to rape your wife? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's so in like all that. three in all three <coughs> in all three of these, the first one, Riker's perspective, he walks in, he's like I knew you were looking at him. 
because because apparently Riker remembers him telling his wife that his wife was looking at Riker. Yeah, and then in her version, all he walks in and he goes like, "I knew you were looking at her." And then in his version of what he told his assistant, he walks in and he's like, "I knew you two were looking at each other." Each other, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love I love in her version of it, Riker is like. Like, he's not even paying, he is not paying attention to anything. No. He is like a a dog who's seen a bone and literally can't stop looking at it. He's just like, hi, hi, my name's Riker. Hi. <laughs> and like, and the doctor's like, hey, do you want to check my stuff out? He's like, huh? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Hi. Check your wife out. <laughs> my name's Riker. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so obvious that it's like, be a little more subtle, Riker. Jesus Christ. Well, it's just a matter of perspective, man. Just- <laughs> I, I like speaking of dialogue and that scene in specific. Uh, two of the versions of it, I think the writers had too much fun with this line. And it, he goes, the, the, the scientist goes, I swear I will, Riker. <laughs> And they're just like, is this because his name is William Riker that they wrote it this way? Like, I swear I will, Riker. Riker. And they do it twice. I swear I will, Riker. I swear I will, Riker. You'll pay for this. I swear. (laughs) I will have my vengeance. Oh, my God. I also love that, like, when they figure out what actually happened, the explosion is so fucking cool. It is. Like, visually, it's a dope explosion i don't know what uh, they did but it's awesome the visual effects there was pretty great and right then it at like the end. dissolves into the just regular holodeck grid yeah and i love how slowly they pan over it everyone's sitting in the holodeck like that's how that's how you come out of vr right like the big finale happens and then you're sitting in the holodeck and you're Whoa. like man i feel nuts. like shit i'm just sitting and i'm not even in that this is my life I'm in the holodeck. <laughs> it's it's funny. Like, I think it does speak a little bit to the power. I don't think this was the intention, but it speaks to the power of, like, visuals as a medium. And also, like, as humans, we're so easily influenced by what we see. Right. Yeah. Because, like, immediately after that, the investigator's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. That's obviously the truth. That's just, that's <laughs> yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> because, oh. like, I mean, uh, I, uh, sure. Y- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our... 15 year old kid came up with this but yeah that's yeah, what he's like he's like yeah that looks like the truth and the wife's like dude what the fuck what are you doing he tried to rape he's like, me. He's I, like I don't know it's he's got a good point that looks like it's that's what happened he's like you're supposed to be defending us not which agreeing also with them. i think goes to show how flawed this legal proceeding Absolutely. system is it's like no we don't we shouldn't use the holodeck for depositions because humans believe what they see and now memories are this happen like yeah. yeah i think the whole point of the episode is memories are like such a flawed form of like like an eyewitness account is like from what think, i've read not a good form of evidence and i think they try to like they try to uh, uh address this with the whole uh deanna troy scene of like well, she thinks she's telling the truth and you think you're telling the truth. And so like you both believe you're telling the truth in this situation. Yeah. Which I think would have been way more powerful if they were doing it in any other situation other than a rape slash murder accusation. Because like yeah. <laughs> I get it, the time period that it was taking place, like 
we're now in a different time period in how we understand all this stuff. And this was a very misogynistic time period for that kind of a thing. But like, this isn't, you can't like them being like, well, it's a, he said, she said situation. Like, I think there's truth to both your stories. It's like, yeah, but like maybe if that was just a murder, it was just a murder accusation, then like, fine. But like you guys, you guys, the writers threw rape into this. Like, yeah, you threw in a, <laughs> yeah. just yeah. as like as a little spice, as a little right. flavor. Yeah, and I, you and I have to reckon with that. Yeah, it seems like a, and obviously of the time, but it seems like a big thing to kind of throw in and then not explore at all because it's an episode about this like this would actually be really good if they explored that that part of it, not just like the murder explosion. You know, yeah, and it's also very much a Rashomon thing. Like those kinds of things occur in Rashomon as yeah. well. And everybody should check out Rashomon, Akira Kurosawa. It's a pretty it's short really movie. Mm-hmm. It's classic, uh, and that movie also deals with that. But like yeah. thirty years before this one came out, so that's like sixty years ago now. I yeah. just want to slide in uh, because we were shouting out the special effects. I did find out who the special effects. Lead is was Dick Brownfield. Good job, Dick. And Thanks, visual Dick. effects were by Don Greenberg. He was the lead compositor. Good Gary job, Hutzel, Robert Legato, David Takamura, and Gregory Jean. Great job, the model maker. Said, yeah, we very rarely shout out VFX people. So, um, I thought going along with just kind of the script idea, um, the trivia of Michael Pillar thought this was a perfect script but was disappointed in the result of the whole thing. And then Iris Stephen Bear and Ronald Moore hated this episode. <laughs> they think they, yeah, I think they thought that was like the worst episode of this season. That's crazy. I mean, like, I can see that because it seems like they don't really like these type of episodes. I like them. I love I don't it know. when this they feels talk like, shit out. This feels like I would love to see how this episode would have been written from with Ronald Moore writing it because I feel like Ronald Moore... This is Ronald D. Moore, right? Like this is the yeah. Ronald Moore, the for all mankind Battlestar yeah, Galactica. Yeah, yeah. Deep I Space feel like Nine Battlestar Galactica has a lot of like uh, courtroom style procedural discussion <laughs> like, debates. Like it's all it is. Like the whole third season, right. I feel like it's a trial of Gaius Baltar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, he did. He was one of the writers. Apparently, this was his first gig oh. on TNG. He's one of the you know. 25 people writing <laughs> men, men who, who were like, yeah, the, the rape scene's fine, um, but we got to work everything else out. Everything. Uh, I love imagining him in the room when they're like, we got this sick script and like, we're going to do a full re- rewrite. And he's like, I'm, you know, I think I'm going to take this week off. You guys do this. I don't want to be involved. first week, Ronald. Yeah. It's your first week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The script shit. sucks though. Like it's bad and it's not savable. <laughs> Well, apparently, like Michael Pillar, when he, he thought that basically the reason the episode didn't work for him was they didn't cast Manua Apgar properly. They should they wanted to let he's like should have been like a total babe. Should have been like Lana turned like a <laughs> oh, femme fatale. Michael yeah. Pillar, dude, come on, man. Like if we had a Lana Turner type, I think is what he said. He didn't say like a total bit, but like you get what he's implying, which is like it would just make more sense if like she just, were hotter, because oh then God. like you'd be like, I get it, Riker, maybe. I just, <laughs> I sorry, I'm. I just started watching Enterprise for the first time, and the pilot, it's so hot. 
Why? <laughs> I'm just shocked by like how they made this show, and it it was arguably in a, a worse time for sexism. But then in the 2000s, they just made a super sexy show, and it was totally fine. The two, it's the arts, man. <sighs> if Jesus you look at, If you look at television and the arts, that's what it is. It is insane. I like, can't. It's fucking. And they were nuts. like, we have to update Star Trek. <clears throat> I feel like I I don't know if this is true, but I remember like reading about uh, Enterprise. Like they thought. You know, they were worried that Star Trek was becoming dated and like it was losing its viewership. Um, Let's throw some weird and I think this was after you, this is right after DS9 and Voyager, which I think they both didn't get very good ratings towards the ends of their 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 their, their series, and they realized that like they didn't realize that DS9 would be way better in the future. Like more people would love it, and I think Voyager they saw as just like this. So I think they were like, we have to update this. We got to make it more modern, and that's what—that's why the the theme song was so crazily different Dude, than every awesome. other theme song. Like, I fucking like, love it, man. <laughs> I can't stop singing it in my head. Sorry, this is my as a side. We don't have to talk about it. No, I. But I think that's why it just you, everyone on that show. They're like. They're hot. Everyone's hot. They're, everyone's it's just, hot. It's hot. Super track. sexy. It's hot like, track. <laughs> oh lord. Well, anyway. who in the two in the aughts didn't, on a regular basis, have to rub disinfectant goo on <laughs> their friends? You know, Insane. Enterprise was just trying to reflect the times <laughs> in which it was created. I could not imagine <laughs> writing that scene where you're like, we got to get them naked somehow. Uh, you got to rub some goo on. You guys got to go into the same room and rub goo on each other. For some disinfectant thing, I think I think that'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disinfectant, cool, cool, cool. yeah. probably disinfectant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> anyway, um, you guys got anything else to say? You want to rate it? The, the, yeah, I mean, yeah, There's uh, a lot that happens in this holodeck, but it's, it's, it's but there's not a lot like to talk about happening because it's the same the thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do. There is one line of dialogue that I just want to really spotlight before we get into the, the depth of the rating, and it's when, <laughs> in one of the versions, Nell Apgar says, "My wife, Manu." <laughs> <laughs> the way he says it is, "My, my wife." wife. <laughs> it's like, all right, <laughs> uh, Borat. Uh, I love how exhausted he looks throughout the whole thing. Like even in his like. All of the versions, the one consistent thing is he's like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. I'm so tired. Why are you bothering me constantly? That did not change. Yeah. Same yeah. Thing. Every single one of them. I, there, the, the, um, when, at the very beginning when Picard, it's not in the holodeck, but Picard like comes out and gives all the orders and then he goes like, Troy, I'm really going to need your help on this one. Like you, you are my right hand person on this in this situation never do we see picard we only see riker talk to troy and be like all right who's telling the truth like (laughs) (laughs) picard halfway through realized like what the fuck was i thinking she's got no legal training she's she only like halfway feels things because she's half beta Z. so she can kind of feel if somebody's being truthful or not well i guess i don't know i should have gotten like there should have been a scene between her and Picard, where Picard's like, so what What are you getting? And her's like, well, she's not lying. And then Picard's like, oh, fuck. 
Riker. I Riker did it. <laughs> Fucking Riker I, did it. I Damn always it. expect them to look at Troy like in this this situation where like they're watching it, and I always expect her to look over at Troy as like a is this true? Like a, a lie detector, and she's like she just nods her head, is like yeah, and Riker yeah, yeah, and Picard's yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And it looks over again. Is it true? No. All right. Cool. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like Troy is Riker's ex girlfriend. Yeah. There's just another layer that's like this is not appropriate. This you is should not, not be in these yeah, proceedings. Absolutely not. Yeah. Picard's like Deanna. We're gonna need you in on this one. Uh, you know, you know Riker best. So let's let's get you in on this thing so we can be very, um, you know. Uh, all interests are are aligned in perfect cover. Yeah, <laughs> I can just imagine Troy like talking to, to Riker about this. Is like you know this doesn't not sound like you. This, um... <laughs> yeah, she's a little spiteful. Like I'm gonna be honest, this all checks out. This all clocks out. And Riker's like, fuck you. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't fucking know me. Okay, you don't know I'm me. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> all right, let's dress this baby up. Woo! All right, first category: dialogue. It's got some real bangers in there. There's some good stuff. You're a dead man. You're a dead, dead man. man. <laughs> You're a dead man. You're a dead man. <laughs> You're a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's all right. It's pretty good. There's just a pretty good it's campy poetry piece of dialogue. I mean, it's not poetry. Yeah, but it's not bad. Like maybe like a four. Three point five. With it a solid three for me. Three point five. I'm gonna do three point five. That was my first initial. Three point five. Yeah, I think I think I'll give it a three. Uh, I swear I will. Riker is very funny to me. <laughs> Actually, I've just convinced myself <laughs> it's a three point five. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I will, Riker. Why would she lie like that? I mean, there are a lot of like. It's more campy than Skip, it is just yeah, like the quality of the dialogue. Yeah. <clears throat> romance uh, I wouldn't call it romance yeah I mean, there's some romancing that happens in some of the versions in Riker's version it's definitely romance I feel like a little bit you know thinking about it now uh, this I know I'm cutting right into our rating but what this episode definitely needed if they were sticking with this like um sticking with this whole their whole story basically being is like Riker you need to tone down your sex appeal like (laughs) not sex appeal but Riker you need to tone down like I I get that you don't think that you were doing anything wrong but but she obviously feels like you were coming on to her so like your normal What's going needs on? to be less. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, you need to be less. You need you to like, relax. realize that like you are hitting on people when you yeah. don't think you're hitting on people. You're very like, intense. You're charismatic. <laughs> uh, you got those baby blue eyes. You're tall. You gotta stop you just staring gotta be careful, at people. Man. You, no, you, you, you gotta be stare. careful. Just like you, you gotta stop. Like you, you do these things, and they feel. Like they're wrong, they're so stop doing yeah. them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, like, but, Ron, but Riker, take a little responsibility but, but. for the fact that you were probably stop it. Just stop. Like, 
It's like, yeah, but like, look at the transporter logs. There's nothing in the transporter. <laughs> this has nothing to do with the transporter logs. Like, but yeah, there's nothing logs, in them. Nothing in there. <laughs> like, this has nothing to do with the transporter. I don't. But know if you why. were to look at the transporter logs, <laughs> I don't know what you you're talking see about. Anything. <laughs> I'm going to my room. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Talking about. <laughs> he walks out of the room, sees somebody's like, "Hey, what's up, girl?" <laughs> He's like, God "Damn it, dude, stop it." <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! Oh, God. Um, I'd say actually the only romance really in this is uh, the husband's account when he walks in and they're both locked arms making out. Yeah, and they're both in on it. So I, yeah, I say like and a, I think they're in in her version of the story. She's like defending her husband, right? She's like, yeah. and she's like, look. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to be the charmer for you so that you can s- focus on your work. I'm going to be the one who deals with Starfleet. I'm doing this for you because I love you. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of romance in that. That's true. Uh, I'm going to go with like a 2, two, two 2.5 maybe. Okay, 2.5. Yeah, I, yeah, 2.5. Sounds about right. I'm going to give it a 3. It gets docked heavy points for the... The R scene. Yeah. Uh, action. What little of it there is. is I there love the action? action in this. Oh, okay. I want to, his quick okay. pull, his quick draw of the phaser. <laughs> I just thought you guys should take a look at it because I think it was pretty cool. Because <laughs> like I, I programmed it and like, look how quickly he draws the phaser. <laughs> he does it. Which one, second. Which one is the one where Riker beats the shit out of him? Is that her story? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It is a stunt double. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they cut to him punching him, and his head is super fat. Riker's and not like, punching him. Mo- definitely not, definitely not um, uh, Frakes at all. <laughs> Frakes tried to do it. They did two takes, and he's like, that's all I've got in me, guys. If, you, if that doesn't work for you, I don't know. Just Jerry over there is going to have to take and care. And he's like a, just a juice dude who's just like, oh, oh, oh. He's like punching a wall, and they're like, yeah, let's bring Jerry in here. He <laughs> really let him have it. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm sure the stand-in or stunt double is listed here. He's got to okay, be. The stand-in for Jonathan Frakes was James G. Becker. The oh, stunt yes. double for Jonathan Frakes was Dan Coco. Dan, Dan Coco? So good work, Coco. Oh, my um, gosh. If you look at his memory alpha, they're all Riker stunt double things, and <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like Jonathan Frakes. I mean, that's the that's the, the always the type. joke, right? Like, yes, you you have to look just as good, just like somebody if you squinted your eyes or like looked at them from behind, and then that's it. Like you don't have also, to look like somebody really. I just love that they used a stunt double to punch a guy in the stomach. Like Frakes couldn't just. I don't know. You know, you know Jonathan Frakes probably couldn't retra- restrain himself, right? He would have actually punched the guy on accident. Yeah. So I, mean, I would punch this guy. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna punch him. Yeah, the first the first one was like, All right, Jonathan, d- you're not supposed to actually punch him. He's like, Got it. Action. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just thought it had to be real. Yeah. And then All he's right. like, All right, we'll do it one more time, Jonathan. You can't. You can't punch him, okay? Gotcha. Gotcha, that, Captain. <laughs> Action. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, Jonathan, look. I told you, you can't. I know. I tried to restrain myself, but I couldn't. You know what? Just get the stunt double in here. Get Dan in here. Sorry. All he's right. going to take care and of he it. He gets kind of offended. He's like, all right, whatever, Cliff. 
Whatever, Cliff. Cliff. I'm going to my trailer. <laughs> I just posted a picture of Dan Coco in our Discord. Oh, uh, yes. And it is, yeah, it is Jesus. funny. Um, okay. So, the, I'm, and the explosion's great. The phaser move, everything's really good. Even I though actually, there's not a ton of yeah, it. I, I'm going to give like it a five. That's high, probably. I'm going to go I'm, with the four. Oh, my okay. God. This guy. <laughs> Uh, uh, 4.5 like I, I did the only thing they're missing action wise for me is the two handed like a Kirk mm. hit right yeah, okay yeah. yep docking it docking <laughs> it because there's no Star Trek yeah. actual Star Trek choreography <laughs> that's how you know it's not real Riker's like I would like I wouldn't punch that way I would I, definitely I do the, the two hander yeah. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk St- maneuver. Standard Starfleet. <laughs> that's what we learn in Starfleet <laughs> Academy. <laughs> I love, yeah, that's the like the bone that he picks. Was like, he beats the shit out of him. He's like, freeze, bro, freeze, bro. I never punch like that. Picard, you see me beat the shit out of some people, freeze, and I do that's not true. punch program. like that. Free program. Freeze program. When I punched him, I hit him with two hands. Not, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> exactly. Shit, when yeah. I beat shit. the shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, that's I'll a speculation. Just, that's speculation. What? He puts hands out. He's like, just cuff him. Just cuff me. I, yeah, yeah, I did just, it. You know, I just do it. <laughs> Gave it a good shot, though. I tried. I tried. I tried. Real hard. I tried. <laughs> good trap. Good uh, trap. Thank you. <laughs> um, suspense. It's pretty suspense. I mean, the whole thing is a mystery. Who right? did it? Yeah. Did he so do it? Did he not? It? Yeah. I think it just falls apart because the solution for it. Is all great. Wesley at the end being like, hey, yeah. there are holes being burned in the ship because of the holodeck yeah, simulating yeah. the thing. But, and it's all it techno What? Ronnie Jones's music. Ron Jones' music. <laughs> it is really suspenseful. Ready, J, baby. <laughs> it's like um, straight mystery music. I'm like, whoa, what's going yeah. on? Ding, 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 ding. I'm going to give it a f- four. Yeah, 4.5 for me. I'm going to give it a four as well. Yeah, that's good stuff. Is this camp. Gonna, oh. This is a campy. You're a dead man. You're a dead man. <laughs> You're a dead man. It's a five for me. I, I think it's a think five it or might two. Be, yeah. Is this going to be a highly ranked holodeck episode? I think so. Damn. Uh, I, there's this moment where in the first simulation or whatever, Riker is like escorted to his quarters on the station. Uh, and Manu is like, I try to keep it warm. It's literally lit and cool. It's purple it's and blue. Yeah. It's like the coolest. It's like so. Uh, have a little, so you're not an interior decorator, are you? Because like if you're going for warm, this is this is the to, opposite. Hey, hey, I try to keep it look, warm. I, I, if I know anything about colors, they're relative. Blue and purple can be warm if you contrast them with cooler colors. So space outside being black, they could be warm colors. He's like, yeah, this I is just, this is warm by comparison to outer space. I just love the idea of her being like, I like to keep it warm in here. And Riker's just like, then why am I so fucking, fucking cold? cold. <laughs> it's so cold in here. <laughs> it's a cold star base. It's Your star cold. base is cold as shit. Why do you think I asked to <laughs> sleep on my ship? I it don't want to be here. I do not like this room. <laughs> Literally, all I have to do is just beam off of this. And be on the other <laughs> ship. It's instant. Yeah, I have to delete the transporter logs again. <laughs> just just to be just consistent. Just to be safe. Just to be <laughs> safe. In case I did something. 
Uh, yeah, it's a big five for me. The camp is it's it's a fiver, I think. <clears throat> All right. Uh, how about you, Darius? Oh, I give it a five. Okay, that's a hey, Quinteros. 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stakes. I forgot about this one. I mean, Riker could be extradited to this They're planet. Stakes. <laughs> the stakes are high, high for Riker. The stakes are high for uh, the aliens, Manua, and the other. People. Yeah. And and kind of high for the Enterprise if they don't figure out what's going on with these Krieger waves. I don't think they that, keep yeah. running this holiday program. I don't program. think it is high for for um, Enterprise only because uh, we have the line from uh, from uh, Picard being like, "Hey, if we don't figure this out by the time the next one happens, like we gotta get out of here." And they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, 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 cool, 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 cool." Because if they just sense, leave, yeah. they're fine. Like this reminded me of the first instance. It's the only time you see Beverly Crusher, and it's like, "Whoop, whoop, we're after Beverly Crusher." Yeah, what's up? You gotta get the fuck out of there. There's like a lot of radiation. <laughs> There's like so much radiation. She's like, "Okay, everybody's like right. kind of nope stuff." Right. I guess. <laughs> let's uh, let's do the standard Starfleet evacuation. It was like right, very right. slow walk Everyone, out of the room. Yeah, we can't run. I know nobody know run. run. Nobody run. <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine. Sorry, we're just off track, but it's late for a bit. But like, somebody starts running down a corridor, and the computer's like, "No running, no running, <laughs> no running, no running." What? Great. No running. And soon, like, really, like, he's just like speed walking. Like, I'm, not running. Running. <laughs> I'm not running. <laughs> no running, and like, boom, a little force field around him. Is like, <laughs> you, you've been put in a two minute timeout. Stakes wise. I mean, they're high. I don't know. I'm I give it a go, three, five. Yeah, three, five, go three, for five. Me too. Yeah, no one could die. <clears throat> I mean, if if one of those Krieger waves by chance bounced off a and person, somebody, even though the yeah. ship is basically empty, as we found out from <laughs> mm-hmm. that one YouTube video. Okay, computer, give us a final score. Calculating three point eight. Three. Okay. Wow. Question. Guys, that's a really high score. That's a very high score. Did all three of us nerf our stakes score because we didn't want this episode to be ranked really high? Did I maybe? (laughs) Did I maybe? Because here's the thing. I would not say this is a banger. I thought it was good. And I've seen it a few times and I like it. Yeah. But this is not like a banger. Mm -mm. It's not better than Bride of Chaotica. No. Or is it because this ranks at number seven mm. after Ship in a Bottle and ahead of Bride of Chaotica? All right. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. But the Drask system, as we know, it's is perfect. 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 No Flawless. Hey, we got a Quinteros. Quinteros. Yes. Yeah, when you get a Quinteros <clears throat> in the mix, it's tough. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that was a that was a blast. I had a lot of fun doing that. That was a banger. That's yeah. good. What episode are we doing next? Ooh, can I we do one with? A, <clears throat> can we find one with Yokiro David Bell? Because I want to keep doing that a bunch more. <laughs> yeah, that, so it'd be a Voyager episode. Makes me have to. We have to look up who where, what he's done and then find a holodeck episode. We don't do it. You're gonna have to do the thing though, because I said it. I know I am. I'm going to do it again. Yoki or David Bell. <laughs> God. 
Well, if we're going to do Fair Wait, Haven sequel two let's, weeks from now, should let's, we do let's, a Voyager? Let's look at the, the Discord. I think um, somebody suggested I think one, Aesop's right? suggested one. Uh, Wasn't it Hollow Pursuits? Hollow Pursuits with Barclay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a, a real banger. That's a big one. It's a really big banger. Yeah, do we want to save it? Like, what do we do? We want to do it? Like, I feel like we just did a good one. We might need to do a bad one. Okay, let's save it then. Let's just Um, pick a random episode and hope there's. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Let's do another TNG just because there's so many TNGs. I yeah, I agree. Uh, Let's do uh, season four, episode fourteen, clues. Clues. It's gonna be another mystery. (laughs) <laughs> I just picked one at random. Episode fourteen. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Um, hey, everybody! Thanks for listening to Track to the Holodeck. We are uh, available on all listening platforms for podcasts. Make sure Sorry. you subscribe. Uh, what's so funny, Dylan? Clues the episode where everyone's passing out all the time. You remember that one? They go oh, through some nice. wormhole and everyone's just like passing out for 30 seconds. They don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, yeah, make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast so you can get it uh, in your uh, your listening Ears. device every week. Um, and give us a comment uh, and rate us. That, that helps. We've also got yeah. a Discord. I think you heard us mention that before. Just uh, look for Trek to the Holodeck on Discord or look for a link in our link tree on Instagram. I think it's in there as well. Yeah, I think that's that, that's the, really the way to do it. I don't know if you can search for Discord servers it's, on Discord. I've I listed s- us in some searches that might show up on Google, but it, it is yeah. a weird process. Yeah. You yeah. have to search on Google. Um, the computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thanks a lot. Intro and outro music was uh, provided by Artist Bodyline. With used with permission from the Midwest Collective. And finally, all hail the supreme streaming uh, conglomerate of Viacom, CBS, Paramount. Uh, thank you so much for everything that you've done. Praise. Thank you uh, for praise. hosting all of Star Trek. <laughs> we don't have much time, but really quickly, I just watched the documentary on Blockbuster. Uh, the oh, last yeah, Blockbuster. me too. Yeah. And uh, man, I bet Paramount is really kicking them. Viacom's really kicking themselves for getting rid of that blockbuster name. They could have used it for their streaming service I instead of Paramount Plus. <laughs> I cannot believe that nobody has tried to get that name and make it a streaming service. Hey, it would Dish be Network so fucking it, popular. Yeah, Dish, Dish Network owns it and is just sitting on it. Like a bunch of dickheads. Man. Anyway, fuck you, Viacom CBS. Leave us alone. We're a big podcast. <laughs> Uh, and, 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 and transmission. <laughs> 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 spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 